Hello and welcome to the Moving to Florida show. We've got a little bit of a bonus episode for you today. We're going to be talking about uh, finding a home in the age of COVID-19 and we also wanted to give you a market update and talk a little bit about uh, what COVID-19 has done as far as the real estate market here in Florida. I am your host Judson Osmond along with co-host Mohit Badlani. How are you today, sir? Hey guys. That's good. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, excited to be talking about this. I know we probably need to make it a little quick because you've got some showings here coming up in a little bit. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, you know, as we were just discussing prior to, to starting a recording, um, we've decided to change things up a little bit. You know, previously we were doing episode numbers, you know, episode one, episode two, episode three. And we realized we needed to get away from that because sometimes there's going to be you know, market updates and things like this, maybe that we want to get out to you quickly. And uh, as, as is an instance right now, we already have a few episodes recorded, but we want to go ahead and release this one ahead of that, which kind of throws off the whole numbering system, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. I mean, uh, our audience will understand. Right. Yeah. So I think, you know, moving forward, we're just not going to have numbered episodes. We'll have a hopefully a great title for the episodes, but but no numbers. And that will we'll definitely have some good topics for you guys. For sure. Yeah. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how people are viewing homes, uh, you know, while there's a global pandemic going on, um, kind of where we are as far as Florida and reopening and then talk about the the market as well. You know what we're seeing uh, in the real estate market here in Florida versus, say, last year. So we can you know go ahead and dive into those numbers first and, and see how things are looking. So, um, you know, in, in March of this year, as the pandemic was coming up into full force, we did manage to squeeze out more closed sales of existing homes than we did in March of last year. So even though things were starting to get a little crazy, we we were still we did still close out with more sales for the month of March. April's numbers uh, from uh, Florida Realtors are in, and as expected, sales are down. Uh, the numbers also show that it looks like things began to pick up in the later part of April. And just as we both noticed an increase in our business in that time frame as well. Right. Yeah. I definitely noticed as we got along to, to mid-April, things were starting to pick up. I was getting more inquiries from, you know, both home buyers and sellers. And, you know, we kind of talked about it then. We don't know, you know, maybe people are just getting a little stir crazy. They were getting a little more comfortable with, you know, everything that was going on. Um, but we did see an increase. So, no, well, as you mentioned, we're, we are working off of April's numbers. Those are the most recent ones we have. Today is June 11th as we're recording this. So, you know, we should have May's numbers in soon, but we wanted to go ahead and talk about April see how those were. Yeah. And we also saw that uh, as soon as Florida started opening up, we started seeing uh, uptick in our businesses as well. So uh, that definitely helped. Yeah, for sure. P people, you know, moving to Florida from other states, which is probably going to be our primary, you know, audience that's listening to us. You know, we did see an in, uh, pickup as those people were able to, to come in and visit and start looking for a home again. Go ahead uh, with, the, with some statistics. So yeah, April, April of 20, yeah, April of 2020, we did have a 20.7% decline in closings compared to April of last year. That was for single family homes. So sales were definitely down a, a big percent. Uh, the only other recent comparable drop in the last 10 years was uh, September of 2017 when we had good old Hurricane Irma come through. It ran through, you know, from it ran all the way across the state and that dropped closings by about 20.4% year over year. So so it's about even from that. Yeah, about the same, mm -hmm. about the same drop as that, that major. I mean, that was a category five major storm that came through. So condos and townhouse closings were down about 36 and a half percent. Never seen that before. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an unprecedented drop. We've, we've never seen anything like like that before. 
Yeah, Florida Realtors Association says that all cash sales fell by a much faster rate than the overall closed sales in April. And I think that might have something to do with the, the especially the condo market. A lot of those might have been investment property. So as those cash buyer investors were backing out, you know, not not closing on things, that could be why we saw the big drop in condos and townhouse closings as well. Exactly. So because a lot of these cash buyers, they, I mean, they pull their money from the stock market and that type of uh uh, investments that they've done to purchase these real estate. And the April, we got a big hit in the stock market. So a lot of them started to to hold their funds and not invest in, in real estate at that point. So yeah, I think that also makes sense that cash sales are down as many of the cash sales are going to be from these investors and they're waiting to see what the real estate market is going to do. But it also means there'll probably be a big sale of these uh, cash sales, you know, as home values have been holding very steady. So let's discuss the the home values as well. Yeah, absolutely. The median price for closed sales for single family homes in April was $275,000, an increase of about 6% uh, versus April of 2019. We also saw a, a similar increase in, in townhomes and condo sales. Right. Yeah. The median values of the townhomes and condos was up by a similar percentage. And then looking at May, it does look like we'll continue to see prices hold, um, but we'll possibly still see a small decline in closed sales. Probably nothing like this 20% drop that we saw in April, though. Yeah, I agree. Because in May, things we got into phase one and phase two of opening. So a lot of these uh, Disney employees and Universal uh, uh, theme park employees started going back to work and, you know, lenders started, Absolutely. you know, lending them out money. So we're going to definitely see an increase uh, uh, when those numbers come out. Yeah, I know a lot of the predictions are that we're going to see, you know, maybe an even even busier summer than normal as we kind of make up for that lost time. Uh, possibly even into the fall, we'll be a little busier than normal here for Florida real estate. And pending sales in April were down about 35% in single family category year over year. Uh, they were down for almost 57% for condos and townhouses. Yeah, so pending sales are definitely still down as well. Uh, so I, I can't wait to see the May data and see where this actually is. I think it'll be worthwhile for us to to come back and do another show like this talking about the May data as well. And then, you know, we discuss maybe in the future, we might do something like a quarterly market update. Um, you know, monthly might be a bit much for, for listeners, uh, except for the ones that really like the data. Yeah. Know, but not everybody wants to, to hear all of that stuff. But maybe a quarterly market update is going to be a good idea for us to do. I mean, these are some good numbers for you guys to follow on as well. So if you're an analytical person, this is these are some great numbers that you can use into your benefit. For sure. So you, you mentioned that in May, we were entering phase one of the reopening. Let's talk, you know, just real quick about that. In May, we entered phase one, the restaurants for sit down service were able to reopen in, you know, in limited capacity. Right. I know we've seen a lot of places just like all over the country where a lot of outdoor dining was added so that they could do that social distancing and have a little more room before between tables. We did just recently enter phase two as well. so Which gives them a, the restaurants a bigger capacity. Yeah, restaurants can have a bigger capacity. They're, they're still doing the, you know, the expanded outdoor dining as well, which is, hey, if you've got a nice, beautiful day and it's not too warm, that's, that's really nice out here in Florida. And it, yeah, we live in Florida. We like to sit outside. Well, at least some of us. Some of us do. Yeah, some of us. Some of us need the AC. It is a requirement. <laughs> exactly. So, what 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 are the some of the new things that we're seeing? Some of the new trends that we're seeing in 
as a real estate professional as far as home showings? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I'm seeing is, you know, people are, especially from maybe renters that were renting an apartment or a condo or a townhouse, something like that, you know, through this quarantine, I've spoken to several people that are saying, hey, you know, we want to go ahead and buy a house and we need a yard. We want more space. And then, you know, maybe even some people that are looking to relocate uh, you know, further out because they are working remotely now, so they don't have to live quite as close to the city. I have uh, one client that uh, they I, I sold their house for them right at two and a half years ago. They had uh, they had gotten a job promotion and they had to move out of state, and you know it was a big promotion for them. So they took the they took the promotion and they did move. I sold their home. They just reached out to me last week and said, "Hey." Turns out I'm going to be working remotely now. I've still got the job, but I'm going to be working remotely a lot. We want to come back to Florida. Um, unfortunately, the company's not paying the relocation this time, but you know we we need to get connected with a good real estate agent here where we live, and then we want to help. We want you to help us find a home and help us move back to Florida. I just need to be within an hour and a half of a good airport because I am going to have to travel to to work some hour and a half. That's a pretty good amount. <laughs> yeah. Well, they you know they they've kind of got a, a special thing they're looking for in a home. You know, they want to be late front because they do have a boat that's a big you know, part of their lives of course we've got a lot of beautiful lakes here around central florida but you know they said as long as they're an hour and a half from the airport you know every couple of weeks they may have to fly at, you know out there to, to work but for the most part they'll be working from home and uh, i know they're looking forward to spending more boat time back here in florida as well how about you what are you seeing i'm seeing a lot of more uh virtual tours people um even the the ones that that live here in Florida, some some you know some people might just not be comfortable to be out there looking and in, going in someone's home and whatnot, and that's completely understandable. So that's why we do a lot of the three D tours, or I'll go out there and FaceTime with them and you know show them the the place if if the other agent has not put a three D tour. But now all the agents are doing it. It's like a it's like a, a huge trend. I mean, we were doing video tours prior to this too, but it was just like a a good snippet before the client goes and sees it in person. But this way, uh, client gets a better understanding. They do you know the 3D tour so they can actually walk through the house virtually. Um, I know you can use the Matterport in your VR if you have a VR system. <laughs> so that that's pretty cool that they that they do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, make it like you're really there. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So it's. So it's it's making it uh, a lot more accessible for for our clients to to see the home without actually being there. For sure. So one of the things you know we've always done video tours, and definitely not every property does this. Uh, but on MLS, when we list a property, we do have to have some sort of virtual tour. Unfortunately, the default is just uh, it it will take it and make a video a slideshow out of the photos, which isn't really helping any. So we have definitely seen more agents. And it's only four pictures. Right. We have fortunately seen more agents doing these video walkthroughs. You know, it may be, uh, I know you and I both use professional photographers if we're going to do a listing and they'll, they'll come in and do that video walkthrough. They can do it either where we're on camera and actually talking about the house or what I like to do is just come in afterwards and narrate it. That way, you know, I'm kind of showing the house and one of the things that the MLSs did previously, you could not put like a link to that video or anything in the in the description. But as you know, COVID was coming into full effect, they actually loosened restrictions and allowed us to do that. So it was a little easier, I guess, for the clients to find those video walkthroughs. Exactly. And and places like uh, a lot of people use Zillow and Realtor.com and whatnot. And when we put our virtual tours on, our, on the MLS, Zillow and Realtor.com and on the other uh, websites started putting our link uh, 
right in the description so they can see the video tour right away. Yeah, that that has definitely helped in in making that visible. And then as you mentioned, the Matterport tours or the 3D tours, you know, that's the one where you're, it's like you're a, it's basically a 3D, they call it a dollhouse view when it views out and you can view the whole floor plan. Or you can go in and like basically, quote unquote, walk room to room as you click through and you move through the whole house. It's like a 3D, you spin around to see everything. So that's, those have been helpful as well, I think. Right. And I've only seen those type of things in luxury homes, but now I've seen them uh, for for almost any home, every home, any price range. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's becoming more accessible even for us because when, when we used to order it, it used to be a lot of money just to as, a, as part of your marketing budget. So now they're becoming, becoming a lot more, you know, not, I wouldn't say cheaper, but it's a lot more uh, accessible. Yeah, well, I guess as it becomes more necessary, it, it makes sense to, to have something like that because I'm the same. You, you really only saw those on, you know, high-end listings and we're starting to see them on more and more properties for sure. I think that does it. I mean, that's a pretty good market update. We'll definitely need to revisit this whenever we have May's uh, data. That, that'll probably be pretty soon here in the next few weeks, but we wanted to go ahead and get this content out to everybody, and and yeah, we'll go from there. Sounds good. All right, well, we'll wrap it up here. If you'd like to connect with us about your move to Florida, you can reach us at movingtofloridashow at gmail.com or on our website, movingtofloridashow.com. You can also connect with us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is at movingtofloridashow, and for Twitter, our handle is at movingtofl show. All right, guys. See you guys in the next episode. Thank you.